Oh my gosh. Hello. This is Heather, your magical life mentor. And it has been ages, ages since I've been here last. I'm not even a hundred percent sure what I talked about last time I was here. I didn't even look through my episodes. I just wanted to say hello to you all who's, who are here right now. I have gone through so many transitions since I was last here, and I want to share some of that with you today, and I'll share some of it with you um, throughout the coming weeks. Mostly right now, today, I just feel like I need to share that the old Heather, the old Magical Life mentor is pretty much gone at this point. Um, I went through some really hard times. I think I talked about in the past that I broke my leg and my ankle. I fell down my stairs at my house and it was the worst pain I have ever felt in my entire life. Not only physically, but emotionally. Um, I suffered quite a bit of pain emotionally. I had just finished re- um, doing a, uh, I want to say refinancing my house, but that's not actually true. I, I did a loan modification on my house right before I broke my leg and I was just about to finish it up so that it would all get approved and I could keep my house. And then I broke my leg and my ankle and I was really scared. I was in so much pain the time that it happened. Um, physically, and then also emotionally really afraid and in pain about the fact that I felt like I was going to lose my house. Um, at the time, I was still in my relationship with my husband, and he hadn't been working, and it had just been me making all of the payments and doing all of the work. And so I was really worried that we weren't going to make enough money. Um, Fast forward a little bit, I spent two months not going to the doctor because I didn't have insurance at the time and I went straight back to work. I did, I, I got online and I figured out I could buy this thing called the freedom leg and I could uh, walk without putting pressure on my ankle or my leg and so I bought this thing. I paid so that I could go back to work right away. And I went back to work four days after I broke my leg and my ankle. And when I say I broke my leg and my ankle, I mean like it was shattered. I had a piece of my ankle that actually was floating around inside there. And since I didn't go to the emergency room and I didn't get x-rays, it allowed me to pretend that I was just sprained. Um, so for two months, I walked around on this freedom leg and eventually I had, I was wearing a medical boot and I, I ended up getting to the point where I could, I figured out how to walk on my medical boot without any kind of help. And I was walking around on a broken ankle. Uh, one day, about two months after I was doing that, I was looking at my ankle and I thought, you know, this isn't getting any better. I could just see it was just deformed. I texted a picture of my ankle over to my friend and she said, Heather, you, I think that's broken. You need to go get x-rays. I can't believe you haven't done it yet. So I scheduled the appointment to go get an x-ray and um, I was really scared. And I'm a very 
strong person, as you know from my previous recordings. I am, I, I kind of take on that, the stoic way of thinking, you know, I, I stay in action. I, um, hadn't let things bother me really. And if things were going to get done, it was going to be up to me and I was just going to do it. But not knowing what was going to happen when I went to the x-ray and really being afraid that it was broken and really being afraid of having to go to a surgery, surgery, um, and really being afraid of not knowing how the bills were going to get paid. If in fact my leg was broken, I wasn't going to be making money. And my husband at the time sure wasn't. Um, so I scheduled the appointment for the x-ray and I asked him to come with me. And I asked him multiple times and he kept playing video games. And when it came time for me to go, I stood at the door and I said, okay, it's time to go. And he stayed on his video game. And my, my son, he was younger, a little bit younger at the time. He was standing there saying, dad, you know, you, you got to go. Let me take over the game for you. And he just wouldn't leave the game. And I remember getting into my truck and driving to the emergency room. And as I was climbing into my truck with my big boot on, I just was really lonely and scared. And I work my tail off. I do a lot of, I do a lot for the family. And when I got to the emergency room, I was really sad. And I walked up to the counter to check in and she had me fill out this paperwork. And on one of the questions, it asked me, was I, you know, what was my marital status? Was I married, single, divorced? What was I? And for the very first time, I had been with this man for 20, 20 years. And we've been through ups and downs and lots of challenges. And I had been complaining about things, trying to make things better for the last several years. And for the very first time, standing alone in the emergency room with the medical boot on, being broken and in pain and being afraid and feeling very lonely, I wrote that I was single. And I put the pen down and I gave her the clipboard and I went and I sat down in the waiting room and I, I, I just knew at that point that my relationship with this man was over. Um, of course, the x-rays came back that, yes, it was broken and it was broken pretty badly. Um, and they referred me to a surgeon right away. When I saw the surgeon... I went with my oldest daughter because my husband did not come with me. And um, he walked in after seeing the x-rays and he said, okay, well, we have a project. <laughs> and I knew that it was pretty serious at that point. And so um, I had to make the decision on what to do about my leg. Um, there, it was an option to keep it the way it was, but I was never going to get out of my huge medical boot if I had done that. So I of course went for the surgery and, uh, during, I got the surgery done. It was on Friday the 13th, December, 2019. Um, yeah, December, 2019. 
And I chose Friday the 13th. I thought that was an excellent day to go in and get my surgery done. The day I went for my surgery, it was, um, we had to get there at five in the morning. It was absolutely crazy how early in the morning it was. And I was so terrified because the surgery was down in the basement, <laughs> the room. And I said, this is where people go to, this is where like they put dead people <laughs> down in the basement. I was so scared that I wasn't going to wake up from the anesthesia or that I was going to feel it being under the anesthesia. I just had all this fear. And my husband was there that day. So that was good. Um, I got to see the emergency room. So I got, you know, all I got ready for my surgery. They, they put me in this room. They said, okay, take all your clothes off. Basically, we're going to put it all in this bag. And when I come back, we're going to get started on you. And so I'm down, you know, stripped down naked down to a hospital robe and they come in and they start telling me the procedure and, um, start kind of giving me a cocktail of drugs. And they asked me, do I want to remember going to the emergency room or not? And I said, yes, I want to remember the ride because they, they wheel you, they wheeled me along the corridors on, um, a table with wheels and, and they just kept you on, they just kept me on the table and then wheeled me through. And so my, the drug guy, the drug pusher guy, uh, I don't know what the proper word is for him, but um, he asked me that question. I said, I want to absolutely remember going to the emergency room or to the uh, operating room. He said, okay. So we went down the hallway and we go twist and turn. And I have no idea how they keep track of where in the world they are in a hospital room or a hospital, but we got to the emergency room and it was the coolest thing. I never in my mammalian years would I have ever guessed that the emergency room looked the way it does. Uh, it looks just like they, it looks like a movie set. You know, if you see, if you've ever seen a TV show, a movie or any kind of thing with an emergency room in it, it looks like that. Uh, the thing that shocked me the most was how tiny the actual operating table is. It is so tiny. I was actually afraid I was going to fall off. They had me move from my wheelie, my wheelie bed. Um, I had to lift myself up and put myself on this operating table that was so skinny. I, I hung off of the sides. It was really scary. I said, Oh my goodness, this is so tiny. And they put my arms on this, these, uh, they pulled out these like extensions to the table for my arms. And they started putting all this equipment on me and everything. And they said, okay. And I was looking around at all of the, um, equipment, you know, there's equipment measuring everything. There's TVs, there's lights, there's just all of these sounds and there's people everywhere that it was full of people, um, nurses, you know, in their uniforms, moving things around and getting things set up. And they just were working like a well-oiled machine. It was really just felt so surreal and it was bright. <laughs> uh, a lady came up, my drug guy went away and he said, okay, Heather, you're all set. And then the lady came up and she said, hello. And she was the person that was going to, um, give me the anesthesia. And she said, okay, I'm going to put this mask on you and I'm going to have you, you know, we're going to talk for a little bit and, um, you're going to fade out. And I'm like, okay, great. That's not a great thing to tell me, but okay. 
So she puts this mask on and I just remember looking at her and looking around and like three seconds later, I was out. I was asleep. And it felt like nothing. You know, um, I remember waking up after the surgery was over and they were like, Hey, Heather, you know, we're all done. And I was like super groggy. My eyes were just kind of crusty and I'm like, Whoa, you know, kind of dizzy. And I felt very drugged for sure. I looked down at my foot and there's this huge, huge wrapping on it. It was the brown ace bandage wrap over my foot. It was my left foot that I broke and my ankle, my leg and everything. And they were taking x-rays and they were saying, okay, turn this way. And I'm like, okay, this way, oh, I want to see. And I remember just being so drunk off of these drugs, this cocktail they gave me. I could barely talk. I could barely see. <laughs> and I, all I wanted to see was my, I wanted to see my bones. I wanted to see the x-ray. And they tried to show me and I, I vaguely remember what it looked like and then I just passed out and I was asleep for quite a while, it turns out. And I kept trying to get myself to wake up. I could hear people moving around in the, in the room and I could hear them talking about me. And, um, my husband would come check on me or whatever, and he would leave. And I would hear people moving around and they would kind of move me a little bit. And I was just trying to wake myself up. I didn't, I wanted to con continue sleeping. I would have slept eight hours if I didn't have in the back of my mind, the stress of knowing somebody was waiting for me. So I pushed myself awake and thinking back about that choice. I, here I am, I'm completely drugged. I am so groggy. I'm still not coming out of the anesthesia. They told me, you know, it's different for everyone, but I'm, you know, comatose pretty much from the surgery and still in the back of my mind, I'm stressed out over somebody else waiting for me. Like I didn't want to be a problem. And that one moment that me not wanting to be a problem in the middle of all of this, you know, I'm having surgery. People are taking care of me. This is a major event in my life. And instead of taking care of my own self and wanting to stay sleeping. I wanted to sleep and it felt good to have that solid, peaceful sleep that I hadn't had for weeks and weeks and weeks, maybe even years. I still was pushing myself awake and looking back on that moment, um, really is a huge insight into why I was putting up with so much in my life and I'll share more about that. But that one insight that I, here I am pushing myself awake for other people who are waiting for me, who really have committed themselves to me saying that, you know, I'm your partner and I love you. You know, I should have been, instead of looking back on it, instead of being stressed out, somebody's waiting for me and I need to not be a problem, a more healthy view of that moment in my life would have been, I'm, I'm being taken care of. Everything is fine. I can sleep now. And I didn't have that. And I've been working on that a lot in the last, um, six months, I guess. And, um, so that, that was pivotal as well. And I just kind of wanted to bring that up today and share that insight.
um, moving forward, I, a lot of stuff happened to me after that, that surgery and a lot more, um, upset and feeling of being alone and not having anybody really to count on. A lot of that came up and I had a lot of insights and breakthroughs into my own feelings of, um, not having acceptance for people who had any kind of weakness. And so those are, these are some topics that I'm going to explore here on Magical Life Mentor. Um, last time when I was doing my podcasts, I shared a lot about different topics and I talked a lot about my, my book and my program, but I'm not focusing on my book and I'm not focusing on my program right now. I'm just focusing on, on the insights that I've been having coming out of a relationship that really wasn't healthy and, um, just having some real huge lifelong breakthroughs that have caused all kinds of different things to happen in my life that I'd like to share with you. Um, moving forward for now, for today, this episode, uh, I actually broke up with him with my husband and he is no longer living with me. And it's been, I broke up with him in January. It is now, uh, let's see, May. And it has been five months, a couple of days ago, it was five months and he moved out in February. So things have been up and down and crazy and I'll share about that more, but I am in a pretty decent place now. I, I still in my home that I bought and, um, I'm feeling pretty good and I'm going through different, um, a program where I'm recovering and healing myself. And I'm going to share my journey here. Um, because I want to, for one, and also my journey may be something that you can relate to and, and maybe help you in your journey. So that's it for now. Thank you for being with me today. This is Heather signing out and I wish you all the magical days that your heart desires. Uh, I just went through and listened to the episode that I just recorded for you and realized I said a couple of things that didn't really make sense. It was the operating room, not the emergency room that I got to see. It was the operating room, but also I keep saying magical life mentor and not realizing I just jumped on here today. I just wanted to share. I just felt the need to share. And I, I realized that the channel here is called being your, your own hero, being your own hero. And I set the channel name like a year ago. And it's crazy that I did that because I have been learning to become my own hero in a brand new way. And those are the things that I'm going to share with you about on this channel. So I will uh, talk with you again soon. And for now, I am going to go ahead and sign out. And as always, um, please do follow me here and be with me along the journey. And I'll share uh, what I have experienced. And thank you for being here.